The enemy of my enemy choked. But it was a much better game than we thought it was going to be. We're talking about Giants versus Patriots right now on Thursday Night Football here on AfterBuzz TV. Stay with us. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. See, we don't know. We be trying to catch the beat. Oh, and it's but they always they got us again. Oh. I'm not going to sing for you guys. I'll nay-nay, though. I'll nay-nay for you guys. That was a great song to lead us into because I thought this countdown was going to go so different, but it didn't. We are talking once again Giants versus Patriots on Thursday Night Football. We've got a lot to talk about. The game that kind of was surprising. We've got some special segments. We're going to talk about uh, the one bad call that we saw. And then there was also some disrespect that came after the game that we need to talk about. On local television. On local television. How dare you? For their own local team. We're going to get all into that. But before we go any further, I'm your host, Jackie Ray, and I'm joined once again. Hey, we got claps. What? What? Oh, yes. Okay, keep it. And, girl, tell everybody, we've got Yvette here. She rolling up her sleeves, y'all. Y'all see this? I'm, ro- I'm rolling up my sleeves a little bit. I told you guys I would be unbiased, you know, not to say anything about, I, you know. I do want to give you a, some props, though, because you didn't come in here in the Patriots gear. You're neutral. Neutral. Can we can we do another round of applause as for ne- the neutrality? As, as ne- <laughs> you know what? Because... You know, I'm trying I, to be professional. I, I, I'm trying to be a professional. Right. I like the sport now, but out there it might have been right. something completely different. Mm-hmm. But here, you know, we're talking about football and what it is. And getting into the game, I mean, we all know that this is a fierce rivalry between the two teams. It's always been like that. Um, I believe I had heard something that in the last five meetings, it was like a four-point yeah. difference. So this was a pretty big difference. I thought it was going to be a much closer game. Oh, see, I didn't. I thought it was going to be a blowout. I thought we were going to see something like Browns worthy um, here. No, I thought it was no, gonna, no, no, no. I only say that because, you know, we're so used to the uh, Tom Brady Eli thing, you know, because yes. Eli's the only person who's been able to beat him in a Super Bowl. He's Twice. On, so, yeah, he's the only Twice, one to do I it. Believe. Well, no, you know, the Eagles did it too, but, you know, yeah, well, no. nobody really well, wants to talk about the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. We get it. We get it. <laughs> but but I, um, I was missing, you know, that kind of element. Um, I did think that the Giants did surprisingly well. You know, I thought that they held up really well as long as they could. Um, You know, the Patriots have never really been known for their defense. Right. If anything, as a Patriots fan, we're just like, crap. We Mm -hmm. got crap defense and we know that. And Tom Brady's have has to pull it out of his you-know-what to get things done. But they've really shaped up and they're number one in the league right now. And I think the thing is the Patriots... The Patriots' defense, they scheme very well. Mm-hmm. And so to quarterbacks, they hide things well, and it catches them off guard. And especially for a rookie quarterback like Jones, you know, you could see why he played the way he did. Not to say that he didn't hold his own, because as a rookie quarterback playing against Tom Brady, I mean, that's pretty much like someone, you know, like yeah, I mean, someone he, playing against Michael Jordan. Yeah. You're going to freeze Although, up a little bit if you're a rookie. I do think LeBron, rookie LeBron, would have held up. But, you know, I'm a little, yeah, it's a whole other story. Shane, but well, anyway. That's another shit. <laughs> but, you know, um, I think he did really well. He held his own. Yes, he had his rookie mistakes. He mm-hmm. had, he went for three interceptions. 
Um, but the, the the Giants were also injury prone. They were missing a lot of people, and I got to say that's and why so I were thought the Patriots. They, they were right. six, and you know they were they uh, the Giants struggled. They didn't have their running back. Right, they didn't have and a ton we of didn't people. have Dorsett. Yep. So, um, but they were missing. We, they the were Patriots. missing Sterling uh, Shepard. Um, you know, they were missing uh, Evan Ingram was out. You know, so the Giants literally walked in there with a skeleton crew, and they mm-hmm. still. And that's re- the reason why I thought it was going to be a blowout because as a rookie, you know, it's not like, you know, even Peyton Manning, who's one of my favorite quarterbacks, which um, again is no longer number two on the leaderboard because. <laughs> 40 seconds into the game, Tom Brady was like, ah, bye-bye, bye-bye. <laughs> I'm going to take it I'm going to take you. that number two leaderboard spot from you. And, you know, shouts out to him. But, you know, he's not a Tom Brady. He's not a Peyton Manning. And once you're at that level and you have that experience, you know, Tom Brady makes everyone on that field look good. But when you're a rookie, you have your security blankets. Exactly. And when those are taken away from you, I just wasn't entirely sure that they were going to go into this game I knew that the defense had to hold its own and had to do as much as they could, but I just did not expect the offense to step up the way that it did. Right. And well, I, I was pit, surprised by that. And, you know, in itself, the Patriots' offense was a bit slow. Mm-hmm. And they were allowing some, you know, some things to happen that should not have been happening. Right. But that's where, you know, the Giants took advantage of it. And I think the the. Giants defense did great. They held up until I want to say the, four, the, the fourth, fourth quarter. Fourth yeah. quarter with the nine minutes left. I yeah. mean, they did great. They did what they could. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a smaller margin. Um, I did not expect it to end up picking up so much over and over. But I think that's when you saw the defense start to kind of like just trail back a little right. bit, and they were they were losing their steam. Right, right. Well, so. you know, and that's that's one of the things. You know, the time of possession um, in the third quarter that. Um, before they got the first down again, before I had to had get in the car. But it was, they had the ball for five minutes. The Patriots had the ball for five minutes. And I think people forget, you know, people are like, oh, you know, they missed this tackle, they missed this tackle. I would implore you <laughs> to be on a field with a 300-pound man coming for you on every single play for five minutes. The, that's the thing. That's why you really need your offense to time of possession. Because sometimes, even if you only go down there and get three points, if you're on the field for right. seven minutes, that's seven minutes that your defense gets to rest. Exactly. And we were just missing that. And it's interesting because I feel like he did throw, Jones did throw three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Those three interceptions, even though he was completely outmatched as a quarterback, right. um, it still would be a different game. We would be talking about a different game exactly. if he had not thrown those exactly. three interceptions. Exactly, and that's why I'm saying it could have been that margin that four mm-hmm. point that three point margin right and um i lost my train of thought a little bit here but i i do think that it was a great game mm-hmm. it wasn't as close as last week's game so right. i don't think uh i really don't think anyone went in thinking that the giants were going to beat the patriots i got a ray of hope though i did there was that moment you know they were down by seven you know at the end of the first mm-hmm. quarter i was like ah, okay here you know here we go. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, you know, it's it's Golden Tate that pass, that 64-yard yes, pass, pass. And Golden Tate kind of bobbles it, but he bobbles it in stride and mm-hmm. brings it in. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute now. <laughs> we might we yeah. might be on to something because there was that chemistry. But, you know, the, the, Patri- the thing is, is I really think not only was it a quarterback to quarterback outmatching. Right. It was a coaching outmatching as well. It's hard to outcoach Belichick. You know what? And a lot of people, I think, 
Bill Belichick is a genius. And I will say that day in, day out. That man knows how to coach a football team. Mm -hmm. And anyone who is a true football player, true football fan, gives that man respect hands down. And the relationship that he has with his players, the relationships that he has with Tom Brady, he could literally do anything and formulate a... A heavyweight team, right? Is basically if you mm-hmm. if you want to call it heavyweight team, powerhouse team. That is what they are because the brains behind this team is is unmatched. Mm-hmm. And you know, as much as they say yes, it's the players, it's the coaching, right? I mean, I can guarantee you. And Bill Belichick said it today. <laughs> He's like, "Well, I still have a little bit of ray of hope." For Gronkowski, he goes because he has not turned in his retirement papers. Is has that... he not? No, he has oh, not. But he just signed Park. with Fox Sports. He did sign with Fox Sports as a as a personality. But he himself was just saying, "Sorry, guys, this was a side note because I had to talk about this when I saw this." He said, "You know, he lost the love of the game. He wants to find it again." That though, the way you worded that, that means you're going to come back. And now Bill Belichick says. Right. Oh, I don't. I have a little bit of a glimmer of hope. I guarantee you that guy is working out, ready to put on those 40, 50 pounds that he dropped. Yeah. And I guarantee you he will be back on the team next you year. You definitely have to read between the lines with the with the Patriots because we, we heard that with, with Josh Gordon when it was like, oh, you know, no, we, we're not interested in Josh Gordon right now. He's working on himself. He's in rehab. But then you find out, you know, Patriots paid for his rehab. And then it's like, oh, no, no, no. It's not because we want him back. It's because we're supporting him. It's like, why would you do that if you don't want him and back? He did you know, have an injury. He did. Uh, he did uh, injury. He was out for the rest of the game, yeah. I believe, I mean, with a knee injury in the third. Um, and that hurts me. You know, every time you see these guys, any of those injuries can be career-ending mm-hmm. injuries. But but that play specifically, you know, Josh Gordon is one of those players I've always been rooting for because mm-hmm. he, he's ha- he has immense talent, but he's had a lot of trouble along the way yeah. but it was one of those moments where you realized the value of of grunk because it blocking is difficult you oh, know yeah. and when you're an offensive player that's not your job you know that's not what you you know you have to do it sometimes but you know a grunk full of weight that play doesn't go like that we don't see right. him getting bent in half that oh. way you know what I mean and it hurt my feelings don't get me wrong like I said oh, I love oh is that it oh uh, yeah, see, uh, that that's not the bad part of the play. <laughs> that's, that's before the bending. Um, but it's just, it's one of those things that you just hate to see. But, again, love to see him get up and walk out under his own power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was great. But we also, in the uh, um, first half, had that freak play. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, you mean... Uh, yeah, I mean, you talk that, about that. That block punt return <laughs> yeah, for a yeah. touchdown. Talk about well, it. Well, first off... <laughs> If uh, someone can please answer me as to why the Patriots like to um, get these guys with these last names, but Chase Winovich, right? I said that right. He had the he had the touchdown for that blocked punt, and I mean that was just freak of nature. <laughs> you know, not so much freak of nature because also it was. If you look at it, it kind of bounced off a little bit off of one of the. You know, one of the Giants players. Yeah. I, I didn't see exactly who it was. But then again, you know, they were putting pressure on him. And that was a great special teams play. That was a, 
you know, I love those kind of plays. You know, mm-hmm. they, they don't always happen, but when they do, it's super exciting. Right. And I'm sure Chase is probably like, yeah, I got a touchdown. You right. know, so it was great. I loved it. I was, I think I was walking around and I just looked and I was like, the hell just happened? Right. I was and like, for that to be the that's first. That's my team though. They always do that. Oh the God. Hell just happened. They don't always do that. The hell just happened. But for this to be. Robots. The, oh God. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to have to tell you the story about this, the robots thing in a second. But this deep, special teams was the first scoring play for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You had to be surprised by that. You oh, had yeah. to be. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was surprised, but I mean, it's not nothing that, it, you know, ain't no Patriot fashion, you know, that we do things like that. Mm-hmm. But I will say, as much as that was awesome in the second, that was the first defense, that was the first allowed passing touchdown by the defense this season mm. for the Patriots. I do want to get um, into some of the ch- comments in the chat. Um Dang GMQ oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> said <laughs> Gronk before the game. The door is still open for a possible return. And race race fan rocks four says I'm calling the game of the week is going to be Saints versus Jags. I don't know how fun that game is going to be. I'm calling that one as a blowout. But you know who that? <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the shout out in the chat. Um, but we're gonna get back to this game. So. All in all, the first half, you know, we're going into to the half, and I'm like, this is way closer at the half than mm-hmm. I thought it would be. 14-14 at the half, yes. it was, right? Yeah. Yep. And I was like, okay, what world am I in? Because I thought, you know, I didn't think it would be a huge blowout in the first... I thought it would get... I thought what we saw in the first quarter, how the time of possession just kind of increased and the score right. just started going up, and then the defense got tired. I thought I would probably see, you know, glimpses of that at the end of the second quarter, mm-hmm. and then it would just continue. I thought the momentum would just continue to build. Right. But, like you said, the Giants hung in there. They did, and and I think, you know, when you play the Patriots or when you play a team that's undefeated, let's just say a team that's undefeated, you know, you've got something that you're stacking up against, okay? Uh, like the Niners, they're undefeated, but have they been playing people at their caliber mm-hmm. or at a caliber where you have to be worried? Right. Probably not as much as you have to worry about an undefeated Patriot team that you're going to be playing against. You know you got your word cut out for you once you're going up against them. So at the half, when it was 14-14, no, it wasn't 14-14. Because they went into the half 21-14, wasn't it? Yes, yes 21-14. Yes, because I, think, I believe it was 34 seconds there was... Um, a 12-yard touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. There was. Mm-hmm. There was one. And, you know, what a lot of people forget to realize, and I know some people will say maybe time of possession isn't important in mm. football because I've heard the argument where it doesn't matter how much time you have. Who made that argument? It's just what you do with the time <laughs> that you have, right? Mm. Which is true. But what people don't realize is Brady is the king of pulling things off with very minimal mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So if you're on the field for a long time, it's because you're doing your job. Right. Now, Brady, if you're if he's on there a short amount of time, mm-hmm. I guarantee you he's doing the same exact job he's doing if he had Nine minutes, right? But even in this game, he had a, they had nine minute possession and they didn't get anything. They didn't do anything with those nine minutes. Mm-hmm. But it's still the defense on the field. They're still getting tired. It's still Tom Brady, 
who robots minds robot minds <laughs> they have I'm sorry guys my eyes itch <laughs> they have robot minds and they know what they're doing they know when to wear down their opponent they, they do. know and they know how to do it they do um, one thing that I that I loved about and I, that, me saying that there's anything that I love about the Patriots is painful but one thing that I did love to see is, you know, sometimes, especially when you start watching football. Now, don't get me wrong, the Saints are my team, but there's a lot of teams that I love to watch. Mm-hmm. Kansas City, I love to watch. Oh, yes. um, Cowboys, for sure, I love to watch. I'm in L.A., so I'm a Rams fan as well. Um, but you do see sometimes the the there's this overwhelming conservative nature that happens, and you don't see quarterbacks passing really on first and ten that often right. unless they're in a de- desperate situation. Mm-hmm. So what I like to see is like just off top, first and ten, he was dropping back. Now there was um, two times that he was intercepted when he when, exactly. he when he threw the ball on first and ten, or you know the one time in particular, Alonzo Carter. Um, got the ball and you know well he sacked him and then you know so he got the sack because he was in there too long but he didn't even see it coming but this is again one of those things that I love about Brady is him standing in the pocket he took the sack which is a hard sack and the Brady I know Brady's been in the league a long time but even Tom Brady that I knew two years ago takes that sack he's he's upset he's off his game for like the next two plays I don't know I what just happened. I thought of all the memes when he's like, sad. yeah, like crying and like, Ugh. I, I kind of want that Brady back because <laughs> it gives you time to inflict more damage. But that Brady is dead and gone. He yeah. no longer exists. And he's like, ah, whatever. Next play. Let's get it. Now, this is where my, I don't know if you guys have been hearing me, but I keep dropping that they are robots. <laughs> Patriots are all robots, and that's why they do what they do so well. You, are, I mean, I would go more alien than robots because they get hurt. Robots won't get I, hurt. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking robots like the episode of The Simpsons where like itchy and scratchy, like their faces start oh, to melt right, off, right. and they're robots. That's the kind of robots yeah, I'm thinking. Okay, okay. You guys can totally see that. Like our brains just go everywhere, but. Um, I will say Patriots, they had some mistakes that should not have happened. Whereas, like, when they were on fourth and five, mm-hmm. two times in this game, the Giants took over on downs. Right. And I think that should not be happening. See, I would... If I, you're going to take that fourth down, yeah, you need to execute it. And mm-hmm. usually... Now, here's the thing. Brady does execute, but sometimes he just can't. And or it just doesn't happen. Not saying that he can't. It just doesn't happen. I'm a person that if I was a coach, I bet you better bring on the, the the special teams. We ain't going for that fourth mm-hmm. unless it's fourth and one. Mm-hmm. So, but there was fourth and one on 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 one on one of them. Yeah, but I think that one uh, they converted. Yeah, no, that's the one where he got sacked. Ah, mm-hmm. you corrected me there. Yeah, <laughs> yes. But the reason. So here's the thing. Here's why I. I totally get your point, mm-hmm. and you know you always play to win. And in that situation, you don't give up the field position. I get that, but this is again leads me back to the genius of Belichick because I kind of disagree. No other team in the NFL do I disagree with this point. Uh-huh. I disagree with that point with the Patriots because, first of all, you know who the Giants are. Mm-hmm. You know who you are. You know what you're capable of. There's literally no risk. In, in trying yeah. to move the ball at this point. It'd be exactly. like, like playing the Jets. There's no risk. Try something. Yeah. 
you know did I did I disrespect the Jets I'm sorry <laughs> um, but um, the the Giants did tur- at one point by that time um, in the third no in the fourth they had the Giants had turned the ball over three times and they were still only trailing mm-hmm. by seven points mm-hmm. and that 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 has something to be said about how they were playing. So they were doing what they needed to do. But yeah. like I said, I really think that the, the defense just got worn out. Absolutely. So, I mean. We've got a lot of people in, in the chat. I just want to say hello to Dang MQ. Is that, is that, am I saying that right? Um, Joseph Boza, he says, I kind of do just not with the Patriots. I get that as well. Um, <laughs> but Joseph Boza also brings up a good point. He says Brady has benefited from the new rules that protect superstar quarterbacks. But the thing is, Brady has been benefiting from that. Let's not forget the tuck rule. I'm never going to let y'all forget the tuck rule that robbed the Raiders of the chance to go to the Super Bowl. They I have been that. protecting Brady since before Brady was even really Brady. Brady. So they've been, pre- and you know what they have been, and I mean he. But in his defense, he's taken significant. He's you are not going to say this man takes significant hits. Has taken. May I has introduce taken. you to Cam Newton, Dak <laughs> Prescott? Can I introduce you to these people and Ben Roethlisberger? He's taken his fair share of shots Compared now that to- he's. Maybe for a 42-year-old, but for a quarterback in this league. You want to leave the old man alone. <laughs> you got to protect your old men, okay? <sighs> okay? That's some type of abuse, elderly <laughs> abuse. You can't be doing that to people. Okay. But no, even I said it last week. They have He has benefited from it, and I still think football's football. Mm-hmm. And we get it. You're trying to protect your players. But now, now it's gotten to be a bit ridiculous. Right. But still... Whatever, we're robots. Oh, goodness. Um, Okay, so let me get to a couple more uh, comments in here that says, um, oh, thank you so much, races, um, races, race fan, rocks, whatever, rocks, race fan rocks for, because I said this last week on a podcast, and I was like, all right, let's just, let's just play devil's advocate here, right? Mm -hmm. So you have Tom Brady, right? He's definitely the face of the league. He's he's 42. He's out here breaking records. Is it a coincidence that he has one of the easiest schedules in the NFL? Is that a coincidence? Why are you guys surprised about this? The NFL is all like it's 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 a business. Okay, but the business should also include making the game interesting for fans and giving any team a cakewalk is bad business. Is it not? It's still it's still putting money in the pocket. <laughs> She's just not going to say it. <laughs> I'm no, but no, the thing is the thing is it's I, it's not that I'm not acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact of the matter is that's what it is. So when people are surprised by it at this point, I'm like, why are you even surprised by it? I think because at the end I of the day, I bet you anything Brady's got bubble wrap all under him while right, he's playing, right? I'm, and no one else has bubble wrap. But see, the thing is, is like when we talked about this a little last week, when you when you start seeing these calls by the refs and then you see these easy schedules. Mm. So then the conspiracy theories that the whole thing is is fixed anyway, that comes into play. And for true fans, that's a problem. You want to know that when you go out there, because me, I go horse rooting for my saints. You know what I mean? I go horse. Sometimes I'm sore. 
I, I put in work to yeah. root for my team. And the thought that that might all be in vain because it's all fixed at the end of the day anyway, I think that the NFL, even if it is fixed, we deserve better I as think, fans. I think, here's the thing with sports, I think you can only fix it up until a certain extent. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. You could do whatever you can. You could pay off the refs as much as you can, but to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I mean... And to be honest, that's in any sport. Right. That's in any sport. Okay. So, you can't... The thing is, when when you start saying it's conspiracy theories and it's this and it's that, yes, they have gotten some things geared towards them or in their benefit, but we can't always automatically say that when they're a good team or Mm -hmm. or they're producing good things. Just because they're doing better than someone that you want to see doesn't mean that that's the automatic reason why, mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Also, I sound extremely politically <laughs> correct right now, but it's true. We also it's have true. a really easy conference. This is Ryan in the booth, by the way. This is not the voice of God. You uh, should have let them you think it was. Just said it was we would have been like, oh, you should have said top of the world, this uh, is God. This isn't God. <laughs> I'm coming down <laughs> to tell the, you guys. Top of the morning to you. This is God. Top of the morning. Yeah, they have a really easy conference. E- really easy Dolphins, conference. Dolphins, Jets. Like, those t- <laughs> That's my dolphin noise. Oh, I was like, what was that? <laughs> just two of the easiest teams. <laughs> right. That are consistently bad. Right. All year round. So it's, a, it's an easy ride. It definitely us. is. It definitely is, and I'm not faulting them for that. I'm just Everyone saying, like, wants to ride the dolphins. I'm, I have a, I'm a Scorpio, you guys. I need a minute. I'm back. Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right. So, I just thought of that, uh, that Family Guy episode where Peter's dressed up as a mermaid. Oh, that's much more PG the, than what went through my head. So kudos to you. Oh. Um, but <laughs> I did want to, um, Brady is now again, undefe- he's got so many records, he's undefeated against rookie quarterbacks as he should be. I honestly think like, but I did think Patrick Mahomes was going to beat him last last year. And you I know what? Really and, I, and you know what? And I have no problem saying this on camera, like I told you out there, mm-hmm. when they were playing in the playoffs, I did want to see mm-hmm. the Chiefs go. Mm-hmm. I did. I did want to see that because, you know what, you always like a rookie underdog story. I thought Patrick Mahomes was a great, great quarterback. He, you know, he even said, like, I idolize this man and playing against him. And this is where it goes back to, yes, you're in the NFL. You're at that caliber. You shouldn't, but you can't help. Right. You know, you can't help but let the nerves get the best of you. Brady's been in this situation how many times? Right. He's been able to get himself out of these I don't know what you want to call them. He's been he's been able to get himself out of these situations time and time and time and time again. Mhm. These rookie quarterbacks, when I see that you can play against Brady, when I see that you can hold your own against Brady, when I see that you can hold your own against let's say Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. when I say you can hold your own against any of these other top quarterbacks, mm-hmm. you're going in a right in the right direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so th- it's like you do want to play against those guys. Yeah, absolutely. And um so there was the the call that there was only one call well one BS call. There was only one BS call and then the the um Giants did challenge one um catch and and uh 
the they the thought it was they, no not that one earlier in the game earlier in the first half is this one we were um, all driving getting out of work no 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 I got I got a note somewhere but look, like, look girl, at all we these were, pages we were, got. we were all over the place know, like trying we to were. get here um, but it was um, the first challenge of the night was an incomplete to Edelman is what okay. the New York Giants wanted called. And, you know, after the review, they, they let that one stand. I thought that one could have gone, could have gone either way. Um, but with that, can we uh, just really quickly the get into defense. some of our uh, – do you want to – what were you well, going to say? Okay, I want to talk about that pass interference call. So that is our one call. That is our so one BS call yes. of the game. So if so we we're can gonna... pull that up, because Yvette's got a little something to say, even though that call – call was against the Patriots. I've got a lot to say about that one. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. This is our special segment. We are talking about the BS call of the night. I'm proud to say, I am really proud to say, we only have one. Yes, and which is, you know, which is great, but here's my thing, and I think it's not so much maybe it's not so much the no, it is. Okay. (laughs) It was also the commentary. Okay. Ah. They were saying that they're sitting there and they're saying it should have been called. Everyone knows it should have been called. I know it should have been called. Now, one of the guys, I couldn't hear who it was exactly, but when I heard this, I just was like, what? Unless it's super obvious and it's not called on the field, it's not going to be called. Yes. Yeah, so it has so. to be super obvious. And then they said it has to be up to a certain caliber. That's not. Can we That's, can we show how, can we show how, the, how, this pass? What quarter, what quarter happened? That, that happened in, in the, the fourth fourth quarter. fourth quarter. It was about nine minutes and thirty eight yeah. seconds, nine, roughly. Yeah, that was the nine minute. Um, that sounded really specific for me to say roughly after that, didn't it? Like nine minutes thirty eight seconds, roughly. I think it was like um. nine thirty seven or nine. I, like it was something nine like something. Mm hmm. Um, but let's uh, while we're pulling that up, is this is this it? So we have another comment. Um, Daniel Jones being drafted that high made my friends say Duke has a football team. Duke does not have a football team. <laughs> um, the Giants put up 14 points tonight. Did we think that they would? Good question. I, you know what? I actually thought they would have put up 21. Okay. I really thought they were going to be able to put up that 21. Mm-hmm. I really do think um, it was the Vanoy play. Mm-hmm. That was the twenty yard run that um, Hillman fumbled. Mm-hmm. I think that's. Mm-hmm. I think that was probably like the play of the game where it really changed. Yep. You know where it gave the Patriots that momentum to to keep going and continue to score and capitalize off of that. Right. You know that fumble. Um, at that point, I thought they could have probably had it to the chance where it could have been a much, much closer game. Right. And like I said from the beginning, I did not expect this to be a 14-point game. Right. So, Joseph Bosa also said, you know that it's a good game when there's only one BS call. And I think that is a factual statement because, like I said last week, the last thing you want to do is have to watch tape on the team you're playing against and the refs. You don't want to have to play against both. Mm-hmm. So, it was a good game to watch. I thoroughly enjoyed this game. I, I didn't think I would. I thought I was going to get bored right around the third quarter. Yeah, I mean, you know, like like he said, you know, one BS call, I think that that is great, and it's showing a testament to also the refs. You know, all calls have been called fair, even um, 
the touchdown. Yep. Where he had, you know, he still had the forward motion going, mm-hmm. you know. It looked like he was out. They recalled it or replayed it. I'm sorry. Um, they replayed it and he had the touchdown. You know, they are making these great calls and they're doing it at the right time. So that Just, that that play specifically, I thought was perfectly done on both ends. Like when I saw it in real time, I thought they called it perfectly. He was out at the two. Because that's what our natural eyes see. Exactly. So the fact that they went back and watched the replay and was like, nope, we got it wrong. I thought that was perfectly done. And I think that's what I want to see more often because clearly you're capable of doing it. Right. So clearly we should have a game where there's no BS calls of the night because you clearly have the option to review and you can correct. But then we'll have nothing to talk about. Yes, then we'd have to think of a new special segment. But since we can't get this up, let's just paint the picture of what happened on this uh pass interference that was not pass interference can you paint the okay that's the face of the painted picture (laughs) that is the face of that and I think that's what really pissed me off when they said that it had to be at a certain caliber right if it's pass interference it is pass interference Mm -hmm. if it wasn't called on the field Mm -hmm. and you review it and it is clearly pass interference. Right. You call pass interference. Right. You don't say, oh, they're rolling on the, the, the field stands. Yeah, because... The no o- call. Right. The official... So, just to kind of... So, you can see it in your head, and I can't remember the defender's name, but um, from the Patriots, literally caught the um, giant just before the ball got there, and he didn't wrap him up, but it was contact that would have prevented him from catching the ball. The rule... The official NFL rule says if an offensive or defensive player impedes the other player's opportunity to catch the ball, it is pass interference. It does not say if it was caliber, you know, up to a certain caliber. Now, there was a couple of calls last week that I was like, okay, that definitely, I can see why they didn't call pass interference because the ball was short, um, so it wasn't catchable. But that still isn't the rule, though. The rule doesn't say if it's catchable, because technically if it's thrown in your vicinity, you can assume that if you impeded my progress, that maybe I could have made an adjustment on the ball. So that is our BS call of the night. Uh, It was not good. Um, We have a comment in the chat that says the NFL has failed to correct pass interference after the NFC title debacle last year. I am looking that up right now. I believe that is correct. I believe that's what some of the commentators were saying. They were saying that they haven't really, you know, made that adjustment. And they're, we, But we, they need to, especially as a Saints fan who's been on the wrong side a of this de- bad call. A decision on the field will only be reversed based on clear and obvious visual evidence. So the replay. <laughs> that the ruling was incorrect. The same standard for all reviews. This is wholly dependent on video angles shown by broadcast networks. By rule, pass interference requires an act that significantly hinders an opponent's opportunity to make the play on the ball. All passing plays will be subject to review for pass interference. The Hail Mary play will be reviewed in replay consistent with the guidelines for officiating the play on the field. So maybe there's the problem. Maybe the fact that they're waiting for broadcast networks to show them angles. Maybe the refs need to have their own cameramen on the field where we can get real-time, real angles that are relevant to the refs 
that can. But you know, I don't know. These broadcasting angles are great. Y'all should just be able to make these damn calls. I don't know what else to say about that. It's <laughs> a, it, honestly, you know what you can. And, and as much as we want to get mad at the refs on the field, yes, we want to get mad. But it's also it's up to the people in New York. Yeah. New York's making that call. They're looking at that review. They're looking at that replay. They're looking at those angles. And you know what? Maybe the guy up there was like, you know what? I'm. That's he had money on the game. No, I'm just kidding. He's probably trying to cover the spread because you know the Giants were they were supposed to have a 16 point deficit. So he just had to get his money. He had to cover that spread. I I know what it is. No, I'm um, but we also want to do a new segment tonight. This actually came after the game. So yes. can we we gonna talk about the disrespect? TV news. This well, it's TV disrespect. Okay, so <laughs> we did we did want to correct. Or, or at least I did. Um, I was telling Jackie that I thought we went in a little hard last she week did. on the Rams, okay? We did, and I think it was just, maybe it was our first show. We were really excited. but And then we went in on Gurley, but we need to realize that they were playing conservatively with him because he is coming back off of an injury. So... On my behalf. And mine. We want to apologize to the Rams and to Gurley. We did go in a little hard on you guys. So that was disrespect on our part. It was disrespect. Now. To add insult to injury to that disrespect. <laughs> Fox News here in L.A. Can we pull up this? Uh, this Fox 11. Uh, Fox 11. What's the clip? What's, huh? the, what's the clip? It's not a clip. It's, it's not a clip. Picture. It's the picture it's the we sent you. Both of us took oh, pictures got, of the TV. Got it in here. I don't know why we all turned Italian for like. I, 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 I don't know either. So, but anyways, apparently we thought we were monsters. But this right here, when I saw this, I got so mad. Okay, obviously we see that the Patriots have a three to one chance to go to the Super Bowl. Whatever. Um, my Saints are up there. They have a nine and one shot. But look at this. Look at this. Twenty to one for the Rams. The disrespect! I cannot. I need to. Call. I think. I think that's a bit. I think that's, that's a bit dramatic. That's a bit low. I don't think it's a twenty. I to need one somebody on. to call us here at AfterBuzz and do a recording of an apology so we can post that to the or Rams you know what, fans. Not even that. Explain. Yeah, how'd you come up with explain this number? Explain out of all these teams, right? Explain how the you, Rams got twenty to one, right? Because that, that makes no sense. That the, the math that they did on that is probably similar to the math they do for the quarterback rating. You know that math that makes no sense, mm. and only three people in the world understand it. That's the math that. How did you come up with this? Do you guys agree with this that, twenty you to know one what that shot? Is? You know what that looks like? A B C D. Okay, it's That's, an alphabetical order. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> that is when Yvette would take a math test and it was A, B, C, D and then E and I didn't know which one to pick and I thought that one looked good. No, I thought it looked the most ridiculous out of all of them Uh, so I was like that must be the right one and I would circle it and get it wrong. Okay, so that's what that is. So that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what Yvette's brain looked like when she would take math tests. I need. I well, what grade were you in at that time? See, oh, that that was throughout all my schooling, oh. even through <laughs> university and all that too. So uh, Yvette was never good at math. Okay, well, you know, if you're if you're like Yvette and you did this math, then you know I don't want to disrespect you. No, that's pretty much probably like if I would have done the math. <laughs> that, that's how it would have been. Like it's such a drastic difference, right? I mean, I think the Rams definitely need work. Um, I definitely don't know if I would say that they're 20 to 1. Um, 
Because it's still, you know, people say this. It's early in the season, and I and I'm one of the people who don't like really subscribe to that thought process because mm-hmm. it's not the NBA when you're playing 82 games. So early is early, right? When, you know, in the NBA, but with 16 games, once you're like six games in, it's not early anymore. Mm-hmm. But you're already almost halfway, right? But I do think that um, the Rams can turn this around. Do I think they'll go to the Super Bowl? Probably not. No. But I do think, think not that, that they, low in but, favor. But yeah, that, that 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 that's a little asinine. So I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. I don't so, like it. Now, can we pull it up so we could see the matchups that are coming up for yes. these two teams that just played tonight? Yes, because one of, I, I believe the Patriots are playing the Jets. Is that correct? That's yeah, correct. We, we got Monday Night Football. About. So, yeah, do we, do we. So, if you want you to bet your chat? full life savings on that one, <laughs> you can go ahead and do that one and put it on the Patriots. Yeah, I, I would definitely. And then we got. The Browns. Browns. The following week. Uh, Again, easy schedule. I think I think where you're going to see them struggle a bit is going to be the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens are, you know, third in offense. So, and we're number one in defense. So that's going to be something nice to see. And then, and then, guess who? <laughs> oh, and then oh, oh this oh. is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. The birds. The birds. Can I put a um? Mm. Like, are you really thinking that um? comment out there what uh, what's what's that so i actually think that the browns are going to give the patriots a oh. hard time let me tell you why there's so much on the table with them right now mm-hmm. they're talking about possibly trading odell beckham odell beckham just works better when people doubt him i think that him and baker mayfield are going to spend some time together this week i don't think they're going to win but I think they're going to give the Patriots a run for their money. I think it's going to be similar to what we saw tonight. That big surprise. like okay. oh, Similar to what we saw tonight. Okay, I could see. Patriots still come out on top. But I think that Odell and Baker are going to try to shut up some folks and, and more power to I them I think that's that what one. they've been trying to do in the camp. And the Eagles are going to end them. Okay, so we've got a full-on Eagles fan. Okay, if right. I could call you my brother, I would call you Richard Jr. But... Um, I think, no, I think the Patriots are going to start seeing a little bit, like, they're going to actually have to start working is when they're playing the Ravens, and then when they get into, when they get, when they get to the birdies, when they get to the birdies back-to-back, that's when you're going to see, that's, that's, I'm calling it. What? That's when you're going to see one of their first losses. Mm. Yes. I'm going. Between one of those birds. Maybe, maybe, but I, I, I'm. Don't quote me on it. You know what? Quote me on it. Quote me on it, and if you got a problem, come after me. I think they're going to lose against the uh, the Eagles. Mm, I'm going to say this. Don't mess with Texas. I'm thinking that uh, Cowboys got something for you. All right. All right, so this is Giants. Um, can we – let's get to the really good games. The division rivalry is obviously the Cowboys and Giants. Right. That game is going to be great. I think the Cowboys it's are going to be come, in the Cowboys' favor. Yeah, the Cowboys are going to uh-huh. come out on top of that one. The Cardinals and Giants, um, you know, the Cardinals have been struggling a lot lately. Um, I think they're really trying to find their groove, and, and they, they have not found it. And mm-hmm. I think this is going to be probably – it's going to be a rebuilding year. Yeah. And it's going to be a bit difficult for them to get a win. Mm-hmm. And so I don't see that. So I do see the Cardinals-Giants game going in the Giants' favor. Mm-hmm. Now, Giants-Lions. Yeah, I don't... I, yeah. <laughs> that one, <laughs> that might, one just might end be in a like, tie. <laughs> that one might just be like, oh, cool. Mm. They yeah. won. I think that one might end in a tie. I like, don't think they're winning one of these games. You don't think 
that the Giants are going to beat the Jets. That's right. I am going to not fall out of this chair because it's a high chair. But if I could, everybody beats the Jets. Yeah, they're kind of like the Dolphins. All right, you guys. Let's let's it. let's let's make a uh, let's put some money on that. Let's make a bet of some sort. Some I'm money. into this bet. Well, well wait yet. a minute. He, the, he way account, the, the way my account, the way my account is set up. up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll we'll figure out some sort we'll of bet. Figure uh, out here, the, hold uh, on. the stakes. Hold on. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Here, here we go. Here, here we go. Now. What. He said, come with it. What? Come on, come on. What? What's up? Okay. We got to go. So you got to wear Patriots gear. Oh. Oh. Head to toe. Oh, okay. War paint and everything. Oh, oh, oh. If the Jets lose. lose. And what's the alternative? Eagles. I head will to wear toe. head to toe Eagles. But you're like not an Eagles hater. Sure. That's not, that's not the worst thing in the world for you. I will wear. I think the worst thing in the world for you would be something a little different. I think the worst thing in the world for you would be maybe rocking like a Dolphins jersey, maybe buying something <laughs> Dolphins related, maybe wearing a Dolphins hat during the entire show oh. under your headphones. Oh, he's so he came in. Actually, if, the you, heat. if you want to know, <laughs> if you want to know, you know how confident I am in this. Okay, confident that we got to wrap really quickly. We got to wrap it up. Confident in that, you know what? I am willing to almost probably wear. Anything yes Raiders. No. She's going to do it. I'm putting it on the table. She's going to wear the Miami gear. Everybody, thank you guys so much for joining us, especially you guys in the chat. It was great having you here with us. Follow me on all things social media at JRayTheFanatic. You guys, follow me on all things social media, Sports and Sass with three S's, and you guys can catch me on the finale of the Ballers After Show Sunday night at 9 p.m. Other than that, we will see you guys again next Thursday. All right, guys. Be Bye. safe. Bye. you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.